Everybody, welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. I am here with Andrew, last name Cassassi? Cassess. Cassess. Yes. You can pronounce it any way you like, though, because I don't like to, like, be particular about it. People have been uh, mispronouncing it my whole life, basically. It's a hard name to, to, to figure out just on paper. Teachers are always screwing it up. And uh, and so I got used to sort of being like, oh, it's cool, whatever, whatever you want to call me. So no worries. <laughs> Andrew's in two of my favorite comedies of all time. But before I get into that, what made you want to go into acting at a young age? I was, um, I was uh, um, just an energetic kid, you know. I was, uh, I was, uh, had a lot of energy, and was always doing skits. Um, uh, I, 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 we had these Steve Martin albums uh, growing up, and I would always do do bits from the Steve Martin albums and and uh, do impressions and. And uh, and so the teachers kind of kind of, uh, um, you know, figured out that I was, uh, you know, should be on stage kind of. I was always on stage even when there wasn't a stage. So so uh, somebody had the had the uh, uh, the insight to suggest me for a for a play that was happening. And then it all kind of went from there. That's awesome. How do you get the role for Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, I just auditioned for it. Um, I had an agent at the time. I was I had a career going doing commercials and, 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 uh, theater. And, um, and, uh, and it was just another audition that I had. It was a nice, nice film role to, to try and go for. And, uh, me and Jeff canoe, the director hit it off right away. And, uh, he liked me a lot and liked what I was doing with the character and, and, uh, and he gave it to me. That's a heck of a movie for a 12 year old. It, yeah. Yeah. It made my mom and dad a little quite nervous, uh, uh, especially on set, you know, when they were going to be dirty things going on. Uh, but I was basically shielded from most of that. So so it was all good. And it was an incredible experience. But it was for, for a kid to be in a in a in a in a comedy like that uh, is kind of lucky. So I, I saw that lucky. movie at an age that I probably shouldn't have seen that movie. I think it was five. Oh, wow. Yeah. that You were and- young. That movie really stuck with me. I absolutely adore that movie. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> but um, yeah. Any cool stories from the set? Um, well, you know, it was it was an, it was um, an interesting thing. You know, um, uh, I mean, we have stories from the set. I don't know. Things have been told uh, uh, a, a couple times. You know, there was um, there was uh, uh, you know a lot of debauchery. Um, nothing that I saw directly, but, um, one night there was a, there was a bust, uh, the set got busted and I do remember that pretty well. Uh, uh I did see a little bit of, of, of those goings on people, somebody getting taken out in cuffs and stuff. So it was a little exciting. <laughs> awesome. Who did you work with the most on Revenge of the Nerds? Was it, um, Lamar or Larry B. Scott? We had a lot of scenes together, but it was really an ensemble thing, you know, um, uh, I, I remember I have memories with everybody, you know, and I was mostly in scenes with everyone else. So we were always there together. Um, you know, I remember, uh, uh, you know, Anthony and Robert um, uh, doing shtick with me. And I remember uh, uh, Brian uh, Tochi, uh, uh, you know, they all took turns looking after me like they were big brothers. And, uh, and so it was that kind of vibe. Okay. So uh, what was uh, it like going from Revenge of the Nerds to a guest spot on the Facts of Life? Uh, that the Facts of Life thing was a was a uh, um, was a weird kind of kind of thing. They called out of the blue and were like, "Can he come to L.A. and do this do this thing?" Um, I didn't. I don't think I even auditioned for it. You know, they. I guess they saw Revenge of the Nerds and they had this part 
um, that they needed to fill in Facts of Life, and they and they 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 arranged it sort of. So it was a real whirlwind thing. Can you be in LA tomorrow, kind of thing? And and then you know I'm immediately jumping into shooting and and rehearsing because they rehearse TV shows. And there was some you know it was, I think I'm not sure if it was the first time. No, it wasn't the first time I was in California, but but there were problems with. Uh, my paperwork, my school paperwork and all that stuff. Cause the, the rules are very strict in LA. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was a, that was an amazing job. And of course I knew the show. So it was a big thrill for me to be on it. Um, uh, you know, I'm meeting all the cast who, who I had known since before, you know, when I, before I was ever an actor and that was a real thrill to be like, wow, this is, uh, this is, uh, you know, a show that I know and all these people are, are, are famous and, and uh, and it was really uh, really a thrill. What was it like working on Read Between the Lines, the ABC After School Special? And if the young generation doesn't know what an ABC After School Special is, <laughs> when we would come home from school, there'd be this very um, messagey movie directed towards kids. So what was that like working on that? Yeah, that was a, that was a fun job. We had a we had a little ensemble of people, and and uh, and um, uh, Phil Bosco was was the Gramps. I think. Wait, is that? Read between the lines. No, that's a different. I'm, I'm mixing that up with Gramps and the Globetrotters, maybe, um, uh, which was another after-school special. Although I thought I only did one, so that might have been like two it's titles the, for that, maybe. Yeah, uh, it but says read Harlem between the lines. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it says yeah. Harlem Globetrotters under the Read Between the Lines title. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, so the working title was Gramps and the Globetrotters, and and um, that was a weird thing because um, uh, you know so much of it was animated. Um, and I didn't really know, we didn't really get, know like how, what was going to, how much of it was going to be done. And the amount of actual filming we did was very light. And, um, and, and, and it was kind of, it was kind of uh, hard to keep track of what was going on uh, because I'd read the script. And then I guess I, when I read it, I didn't really get that it was all going to be animated or most of it was going to be animated or a large portion of it anyway. Um, but that was a lot of fun to, 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 to work on and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, to do the voiceover for it and stuff like that. I like I like working, doing voiceovers and doing that kind of thing. It's a lot of fun working in those studios and, 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 uh, it's a little looser environment. So, um, so it was, so it was fun. Awesome. And then of course you went on to Revenge of the Nerds 2, which I love Nerds 2. I think it's just as funny as the first one. Uh, I I certainly love it, and it was certainly a memorable experience. You know, we were in Florida for it, uh, spring break, and it was a little more. And I was a little older, so a little more accessible um, uh, of a uh, of an experience for me. I think uh, from that standpoint, did you get to partake in more of the craziness behind the scenes? Yeah, there was a lot of craziness going on <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, a lot of girls around, a lot of extras, and and you know, swimsuits and tans, and it was. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, it was fun. Yeah, you should have been part of the uh, Lamar rap in the second movie as well. Uh, I, well, um, well, I'm in the background scratching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. Know, that's we're right. Doing, we're, we're all doing our thing, but um, but you know, we we that was a long night of shooting, and uh, and we were doing a little entertaining of the crowd uh, uh, throughout the night, um, just to keep everybody fresh and to you know make his you know Larry standing up there on stage and waiting a lot. And the crowd's waiting, and you know the extras are waiting, and everybody's waiting for this or that because that's how movies are made. And so, you know, it inevitably turned into a lot of impromptu entertaining going on. Uh, and so that was that was fun, but it was late late nights doing those things. 
any fun stories for that one behind the scenes? Uh, well, uh, there's a story out there about um, about uh, some of the guys setting me up with a with a uh, a nice young lady and uh, and uh, and uh, leaving the room and letting uh, letting uh, whatever happens happens. And that was certainly a memorable experience. I don't, I don't give too many details away. I don't kiss and tell, but, uh, but uh, uh, that was uh, definitely a, a memorable experience. I made that shoot certainly very memorable for me. <laughs> I, I heard interviews with the other guys. They said during the second movie, they all like stepped up as your wingman because you were a better age than you know in the first one. Yeah, there was some wingmanning going on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, so, what have you done since acting? Um, well, I, uh, oh, I still act. I do just nothing as big as nerds ever was. Um, certainly nothing as well known, but I show up in commercials once in a while and do voiceovers and things like that. Um, and the occasional theatrical project, but, uh, you know, I have otherwise a regular life, uh, with a regular job and, uh, and an apartment in Brooklyn and, uh, and, uh, you know, living my life. That's awesome. So you're in Brooklyn. How is, uh, how, how is the COVID situation there? It's uh, everybody's masked up, but uh, things seem to be loosening up a little bit. The, 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 the real difference is um, uh, a lot of restaurants are uh, have have outdoor seating. They've sort of taken over a part of the street and uh, a lot of restaurants are closed. You know, it's like this the mass ex- extinction of restaurants, uh, which is a big part of Brooklyn and a big part of where I, where I live. So um, so that's a that's a, a big impact. But I think things are loosening up a little bit with the masks. Um, and the sort of the the the, uh, the the fear of the whole thing. Okay, what's your favorite place to get pizza in Brooklyn? Uh, well, Joe's Pizza opened okay. up in uh, down on Bedford, which is my favorite slice, I think. But there's a couple other really nice places uh, uh, nearby me. We just uh, went to Fornino's down the street, which is closer, and uh, you know has to sit down. But the best slice is Joe's. Okay, is that Definitely. a Beatles poster in your background? That is, yeah. I got almost entirely Beatles. That's my green screen back there because once, because I was doing some, some green screen stuff. That's a Beatles poster. Somebody got me. There's another Beatles poster. Where is it? Uh, right there, which is all awesome. the album covers. And then I just got this one um, for the benefit of Mr. Kite, the poster uh, oh, uh, that inspired the, the 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 song. So yeah. I, uh, so, but it's all Beatles posters, I think. <laughs> I gotta ask you: um, Is there a reason you didn't get come back for the third new Nerds movie? Uh, I don't know. I think I was kind of off the radar at the time. I was, um, you know, going to college, and they were a low budget. That was a lower budget production. Yeah. That uh, I think they didn't they didn't have the money to fly me out or do whatever. I don't. I'm not even sure if Wormser was really in it. Uh, and then somebody thought, oh, we should have him at the end. So they just grabbed uh, they grabbed uh, that guy. Uh, God, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I just met him um, uh, uh, at uh, at an autograph signing uh, at a convention, and uh, so we so we have a picture together. He's a he's a cool guy. Awesome man. When these um, cons start back up, I'll have to check you out at one of the autograph signings. Yeah, the cons are certainly not uh, not happening with all the COVID thing going on. Yeah, as you can tell, I got the nerds poster in the background. I tried to do. Oh, yeah, the- yeah. The raps from one and two at my school talent show in elementary school. They would not <laughs> let me. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't. There's nothing dirty about it. You could do like that doesn't no, seem uh, that doesn't seem like something wrong, anything wrong with that. 
I fought, fought really hard to make it happen. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Larry's very particular about it too, because not everybody knows. Everybody thinks they know the rap, but there's always a couple lines that they that people miss. So, uh, so he's always testing. So if you ever see Larry, you know, you let him know. You know the whole thing. You got it all down. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me for a little bit. Um, yeah, you bet. Yeah, Thanks for having me on. As soon as these cons start, you can bet I'll be there to get an autograph from you because. I need to get that poster full of all the guys. Bring it on down. You better believe it. We'll 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 sign it up. Awesome, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we got. Thanks to make for it having up. me. It's nice talking to you. Nice, uh, nice reliving the whole the whole uh, memory lane. Where where can everybody find you online? Um, I have a defunct web page that I don't maintain, AndrewCassess.com, and uh, that's that's about it. I um. I guess there's clips. There's a few clips there on YouTube of me every once in a while. I, I show up if uh, I have a um, just did a, a, a weird commercial for CBS. Not just it was a couple months ago. Um, there was it was about the origin of fantasy football. Um, and we all dressed up like we were in the 60s and did this whole um, did this whole origin of fantasy football. It was like a 10 minute commercial for CBS that ran once. Um, which you don't love, you love, you want your commercials to run all the time. But then it's it has a life on 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 YouTube, so you can look it up on YouTube. I play the guy who gets the first ever fantasy draft pick, which is apparently a real story, and uh, he picks he makes the worst pick <laughs> ever. Uh, so so I'm, uh, I'm I'm I certainly I don't win the 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 league to say the least. <laughs> Well, again, thank you so much. And from everybody at 3Geeks, thank you guys for listening, watching. Leave a comment below, and have a great day.